Somebody didn't bring wings. <laughs> didn't bring wings, bro. You were, I literally I hit you, you up. Bro. I hit you up like, yo, do you want me to bring you something? I thought there was pizza coming. That's why. Remember that time I said, hey, Ed, yes. you're not going to make it by 8. You're going to get there at least 8.30. And it's you said, no, I'll be there at 8 because I'm going to take a different gave me, You gave me 8.30, though. We're older now. So you came at 8.40. I got lost. It's 9 o'clock. Fuck. Goddamn phone. Mom, I'm doing a podcast. Meatloaf. Meatloaf, ma. Do that one. Do crashers. You're a snob and a half. I feel like what's the point of As starting if. that way? <laughs> hey, hey, and welcome to the premiere of season two of Three and a Half Gentlemen, the podcast where three of the four hosts provide a refined and intellectual analysis of movies from our private collections and one who tries desperately to keep up. We'll let you decide which host is which, but for now, my name is Sean, and with me are my co-hosts, Jeremiah. Whatever, yo. Eddie. As if. And Brandon. Paul Rudd is so hot. He never ages. He doesn't. <laughs> He's such I a good love him. lad. Oh, <laughs> with every review, we tell you how many Maybe drinks it takes to get through each movie selection. At the end of the podcast, we'll rate the movie based on a scale of zero to five. Zero is the perfect film that you can watch Stone Cold Sober, and five is a terrible film that you have to be blackout drunk to enjoy. Much like the how the Valentine's Day episode we did not short couple. Oh weeks no, ago. it wasn't ah! that bad. Anyway, Stop. in addition to our review, we generally Stop. pair our selection with a cocktail we hope will enhance the viewing experience. We invite you now to shake, stir, or mix the cocktail that we've chosen and settle in for what we hope will be an engaging review. With that, what movie do we have tonight, Brandon? Well, tonight we have the 1995 brainless American coming-of-age teen comedy written and directed by Amy Heckerling. The film stars Alicia Silverstone, Stacey Dash, Paul Rudd, oh, so hot. Dan Hedaya, and Brittany Murphy. Oh, Brittany. Oh, Brittany. Rest in peace. Brittany. Moment. Moment. Yeah, Passed. Loosely based on Jane Austen's 1815 novel, Emma, Clueless centers on Cher Horowitz, a rich and beautiful high school student who befriends a new student named Ty Frazier and decides to give her a makeover. The film grossed... Five hundred and sixty. Wait, no, no just kidding. That's a lot of, wow. a lot of money. The Pretty film awesome. grossed fifty six point one million in the United States. It has received generally positive reviews from critics. It's considered to be one of the best teen films of all time. I don't know why we I added that. that in there because really I was don't know shocked. Why. I was fucking shocked that that those words accompanied this movie. Oh, Ooh. we're gonna have a fun podcast Eddie, today. Take us through the cocktail. Crazy to say it's ninety five <laughs> though. You know. Yeah, ninety five. Uh, it's two thousand twenty. No, no, it's fifty six point one. Anniversary of this film. It's fifty six America million. Fifty six point one million. No, nineteen ninety five was a year of the movie. Come on, Brandon. Brandon keep nine hundred. What? Nineteen ninety five was the year of the movie. How That's many yeah. drinks have you had, Brandon? <laughs> uh, welcome to season Not two, enough. guys. Uh, with each movie, we try to pair the tone, feel, overall impact of this story with a cocktail. For instance, when we watch a Bond movie. We pair it with a vodka martini, shaken, not stir, with a lemon peel. Sometimes the drink will be referenced directly in the film, and other times the drink will be s- simply inspired by the film. Tonight, since Jeremiah has suggested the film, he has offered the pit the cocktail. Jeremiah, what do we have? Tonight we will have, as if, cocktail, a perfectly vapid, light, brainless cocktail that gives you a great head high. Why is everything brainless, Sean? It's brainless. <laughs> Why is everything brainless? Actually, be- I believe I got the cocktail from uh, the Arclight Cinema. There is this cocktail bar in West Hollywood called the Bilbo or the Bebo Egro Some don't really matter, but you know what? I figured, you know, it's called as if, and I thought it was a great drink. If you're listening Sound out cool? there, we'd love sponsorships from you, it- you bar. <laughs> 
please, yeah, please let us know what your name is. So this cocktail should be served in a white wine glass with a garnish of orange and all fun good stuff. You can always look into our information on our website. Which I will be updating. Very soon. Very soon. <laughs> Brandon, why don't you take us through the review? So to give you a little background on our selection process for this second season, we're going to be reviewing movies that we can, however tenuously, group together. Later in the season, we'll have a Tarantino set, a summer blockbuster set, and yes, a set we have all been waiting for, if your name is Sean, <laughs> James Bond, nobody else. As usual, we won't be talking about the movie straight through. Instead, we'll let our conversations flow naturally by touching on different film aspects, including plot, characters, direction, music, cinematography, and anything else that might come up. Cin Freaking nailed cinematography. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. What's the other yeah. one? We're starting, we're starting season two on a new leaf. Wait, in it, turning over a new leaf? With a new leaf? I think, honestly, we've wasted the last 20 minutes not talking about this movie. <laughs> we be talking about. I'm trying to put off the fact that this movie is terrible. No, so not. Whenever oh, you want to no. jump in, I, I, I can start. I can start. Go. Brandon, go okay, ahead. Okay, so I, I, I need to come clean. I lied to everybody last season. I said that American Pie was my, uh, was my guilty pleasure. Oh, Motherfucker. No. Um, <laughs> I think it needs to be clear. <laughs> That I'm not that I don't feel that guilty when I watch American Pie because I mean you know I grew up in the '90s and I'm a guy and so that's I mean that's our that's our but Clueless this is actually my guilty pleasure I love this movie and I cannot wait to prove Sean wrong in everything he says okay let's do it uh, let's start with the cast because the cast was probably um, <laughs> by today's standards one of the best teen casts you possibly could. Throw together. You had Paul Rudd, the incomparable Paul Rudd. Jeremy freaking Sisto. Alicia, Jeremy Sisto. Alicia. Alicia Silverstone. You know, Donald freaking Faison. Oh, yeah. Donald Scrubs. Pre-Scrubs. <laughs> hey, Brittany Murphy. Brittany Murphy. Brittany Murphy. Oh, Brittany Murphy. Oh, Brittany freaking Meyer. Eddie, Mur er, Eddie Murphy. Brittany Murphy. Uh, and you had Stacey Dash. I mean, you had some big names in this movie. What for, was the dad's for name? Dan. Dan Hedaya. Dan Hedaya. He's like the perfect dad. Seriously, like, kind of remind me of you, Sean, a little bit. The I father. Dan Hedaya. Yeah. He's just like you know, get out of my chair. <laughs> <laughs> you out of my chair. So Alicia Silverstone, was like, she was the it girl in the nineties, right? She was in that. Really? Like, she was. What she was, was she in? Because she was oh, in she all was those that, like Sabrina the t well, no, that Batman and Robin. Melissa Joan Hart. Hart. You, no, uh, Batman and Robin. Close your mouth. Batman and Robin. Batman Batgirl. She was the it girl from all those Aerosmith music videos. Yes. Like five different music videos that yeah. she was in, man. She definitely Seriously, didn't age She changed well, my life. She changed a lot of people's lives. She's gone cray cray too. Have you noticed that? Like she's gone cray. She didn't really age well. She's Gwyneth Paltrow cray. Sorry, Alicia, if you're listening. I don't know how she was the it girl. I remember her in this movie and this movie alone. I remember her maybe as that girl in the worst Batman movie of the franchise. Thank you, Joel Schumacher. No. That's not Joel. I'd actually agree with that. The bat nipples was completely... Completely that's George Clooney. You know what? Chris O'Donnell. Whatever happened to him? Oh, he's great. He's in uh, NCIS. No, can't we just pretend like he died? <laughs> oh, I like him. <laughs> Me too. I miss oh. him. Garbage in Tropic Thunder? I, <laughs> was she really? Yeah. Now, no, now she you're wasn't. Just, now you're just going through the IMDb. Yes, IMDb. <laughs> so it starts off and... and the tone for this movie from the very beginning kind of it, it did not sit well with me. You're starting with your end. You starting. With, we, can, yeah. we can end with our end. Like, I'm not starting with the end. In that case, uh, what are you talking about? Give this no no <laughs> drink. You're like rating it uh, right now. I'm right? Not you know what I'm rating? I said? What left a bad taste in my mouth was. The I rate opening, this a Capri Sun. Was the opening montage of rich kids <laughs> like do a song? They're I'm all like dancing it. and being weird because and, it was making fun of it. It's itself. making fun it's of it. Like it's making fun of it because it's like. 
it's almost like a satire of a movie when you it, think about it. It's a parody for sure. Like there's there's no genuine here. It's all about making fun of these people. I think I think no, you took it more seriously. No, like, I didn't. I didn't. Like I, literally, I, I kind of the the thing I brought it akin to was Starship Troopers in a way, and I liked how Starship Troopers was grounded and it actually had development of characters. To me, this didn't go anywhere. It was a, a cup. It was an hour and forty something minutes of just beautiful. No, just uh, anyway. I, I'm not going to bash on it because they don't do well when I just bash on it. They're going to bash movie. because. Uh, but I said, "Oh, goody narration." You and you know what? And here's narration. what I said in my notes: <clears throat> voiceover is perfect. Sets the whole character in motion, matched with clothes. <laughs> and the clothes were pretty good. <laughs> they were. They were they very were representative of the '90s. And well, as as IMDb has taught me very well, that they used plaid almost throughout this movie continuously, yes. which our buddy Jeremy right now would fit in. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I still wear the same thing. We Since 1995, the director we, we Amy it. was it Amy Heckler? Heckling, yeah. she's actually. I mean, she does high school movies. She Fast did Fast Times or Richmond High. I mean, like she knows a little she, thing yeah, or two she's about. Pretty good, I don't know. Yeah, like, yeah, and everyone looked like they were in their thirties in that in the high school movie and shit like yeah, that. Except for Paul Rudd, who looked like he was fifteen. It's <laughs> <laughs> weird because when you watch Ant Man, he looks like he's fifteen. I know. Well, uh, he just doesn't age. Whatever no. he's doing, he's just keep it up, Paul Rudd. You're fantastic. How about Brittany Murphy? She's not aging too. Oh, don't go there don't with Brittany that. Murphy. Not that. Well, you know, she I was feel really like last year we movie. did it with that. What's that one god awful surfer movie we did? Point Break. Oh, that one. Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and say it. I thought Point Break was a triumph next to this. <laughs> oh my! <laughs> oh, it's a long forty minutes ahead. Anyway, um, so isn't my house classic? It it dates back all the way to 1972. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like we're making I, fun okay. of it. I did appreciate some of and the way she would mispronounce words in her monologue. Were just a stare. It was it it had some funny undertones. I just didn't get the movie. I guess. Sp- I speaking of, uh, here's a fun fact for everybody because I love this is. Because I was watching it with uh, my wife, and Amanda looks over, and it's the scene where she's giving her first oral presentation. She's talking about the Hadians instead of the Haitians. Yeah. And Amanda's like, ha, that's so funny, ha, they, they did that. And then I was looking up and saw that Alicia Silverstone actually didn't know how to pronounce Haitians <laughs> in rehearsals, and Heckerling was like, nobody tell her how to fix it. That's so that's Because that's got to stay. And so literally, she's up there <laughs> filming this thing, thinking that she's saying it right. See, all I can think about, and part, part this is why I'm going to get off it, but part of it is, kids, this is their lives. This is them. They're walking around with their head in the sky, clueless of everything that's going on in the world. Clueless. I know that's I the name of the that. movie. Yeah. Uh, and it just it kind of got me sick to my stomach to think that this is promoting that. Well, here I hear what you're saying, but we also have to remember this is 95. That's not how it necessarily was, except for like that small group in Orange Beverly County, Hills. Beverly, yeah. yeah, but you know, like I said, we got to think about like, you know, where does the line draw? Because like American Pie, we're all about four guys like losing the virginities and we're just mm-hmm. like, oh my God, this is like one of the best movies ever and whatnot. You know, these people, there's like not really much going on in this movie. Yeah. Nothing. And yeah, there's nothing going on. Like, from what you, from what they told right away is that share, uh, right? She's a, she still has her virginity, and she has morals. I mean, she's a little superficial, and she a lives... A little superficial? A little But compared bit, to everybody else, I'd say that she's a little. I mean, she's... Yeah. Her dad's a lawyer. Her picks out her fucking clothes. Her but. dad's a lawyer. Something you know about that, Sean. How, I mean, like... <laughs> yeah, I wrote down on my notes, $500 an hour. And I was like, that does not get you that house in Beverly Hills. With no mom, though. <laughs> so no mom, and yeah. she's just kind of doing this... Uh, she's winging it as being... Uh, you know, uh, a girl and a high school teenager. And, and I, I think both of you guys kind of hit this, and this is what I wrote in my notes, too, is it's not really a story about anything, but it's kind of a story about everything. It's kind of like almost that Seinfeld thing where it there's no central plot to it, right? It, it rambles, and, and you've got, you know, the Ms. Geist and Mr. Hall thing. You've got the Ty thing. You've got the Josh Share relationship. You've got all these different kind of subplots and not an actual plot. 
and I think that that's kind of a snapshot of of these high school students. And so I think that it does work in that. And yeah, I think we're supposed to laugh at at how petty and how superficial and how yes, clueless they are. Yeah, it's a sixteen year old who shows you in reality they're lost a little bit, and mm-hmm. in their head they're kind of dancing around, you know. And then something just flips the switch for like, you know what? I've been looking at this the wrong way. You know, and now you know. What, let me be friends. I don't care who my girlfriend dates anymore. You know, like and it's, I. It, it, it de- I think what you're trying to say, and free if I'm wrong, is you you watch them developing their maturity. Yes. They go from Immature. not knowing anything and being clueless to actually realizing that there are other people out there. But at the same time, I think that they could have done it so much more effectively in half the time. We we it's go already from, short movie. Well, we go from. Her computer's picking out her clothes. She's practicing driving in her Jeep, and her she can't get her driver's license. People still have that Jeep. That Jeep is fucking awesome. And she goes to, she she goes through this whole thing where it's kind of all about her, and then she picks arbitrarily someone to be altruistic with, which is really well, not okay. Let me let me ask you a question, Sean. Have you seen this movie before? You saw it? For no. This? Okay. So, and I have multiple dozens of times. Like okay. it's embarrassing. I know, but. When you when you know going in that Josh and Cher end up together, you can see the writing on the walls, yes. Josh. Like you know that he is just so into her. See, and to me, that's creepy as fuck. Well, we're gonna get to the creepy because I agree that it's creepy. You want to get there now? No. Okay. I'm fine. Just say that and that that underlying attraction between brother and sister. Well, it's to not me brother was, and sister. Okay, it's, it's not brother I mean, and sister. They were hardly married. I, I don't. I you can't. Know, it's not like that. Game of Thrones. I think it's more it's like you know, like thing. you know, John's like realizes like that's our you know my cousin and shit or my. The whole aunt, time, seen the know. damn and show the whole yet, time, <laughs> dude. The whole time, Cheryl uh, is t- telling Josh, "Hey, you're not my brother." Like, yeah. Well, so wife, I, stop coming over here. Stop acting like that's your dad. You're not my family. I love what the father goes. We don't divorce wives. We don't divorce our that kids. We cool. just divorce our wives. Yeah, that was. Funny. I actually like that. I mean, I think and this may be something we can talk about a little bit more later. But I think, no, they don't have a chance of of a, a sustaining, lasting relationship at all. But I think for the purposes of this movie and for the purposes of this story. Yeah, end up together. I mean, he's eighteen. I think he's eighteen because it sounds like he just got into college. So, like a freshman in college. I mean, yeah. Well, and you can't really ever tell how old Paul Paul Rudd is. I mean, I'm being truthful. He was in that uh, for for forty. This is forty or life is forty, whatever. Four year old version. Really, no, no, no. no, It wasn't four year old version. It was. This is forty. This This is forty. Yeah. And he looked the same as he looked when he was. Well, I hear that he he bathes in blood. Yeah. <laughs> is it deer blood? <laughs> it could easily be. Um, no, and I, yeah, I I think that it's it's a relationship story, sure, but it's it's also about this this girl coming to realization that there's more to the life out there than just shopping and you malls. See that in the end, you of the do movie. see it, and, yeah. and yet what I love about the movie, and I do mean love, is that she isn't complete 180. She's like twenty percent, like twenty degree change, right? She she doesn't fix herself at the end. Right, she is tr- still her. Yeah, she's still her, but she's trying to be a not into like material things and whatnot. Yeah. I think she's actually growing up and actually want to be something. Yeah, when different. she gets into the the, yeah. the relief effort, and she's so, taking the kayak and all the snow gear or whatever well, it is. They lost their homes. I think they could use some athletic equipment. <laughs> <laughs> You so, see the heart there, but yeah, yeah. We're, we're, we're laughing at how stupid she is. But at the same time, we do have to say, you know what? She is growing up. It is that coming of age story like you had in the summary. I guess I look at I look at the lines that are delivered similar to uh, what, what we did Scream. OK, so Scream had very similar high school feel, ridiculously aged people in high school uh, saying ridiculous things and looking ridiculously. But to me, the motif of the movie fit. 
I didn't think it fit here. They're supposed to be sophisticated and rich, and they sounded like they were dumb. It sounded like they were literally didn't have fourth grade education. Because I think the movie, and I feel like this movie was actually making fun of its own generation. Mm -hmm. It's just like we're making fun of this MTV generation. You guys are all into these, you know, things that just doesn't matter. You guys are all about this. They're like they were making fun of like, you know, I can't believe my generation wears these baggy clothes and like, you know, yeah. Have you looked at the plaid? Have you looked at the plaid outfit you wore? You know, but that's the thing. You know, it's just like they're making fun of its own generation, and I think that we can't really like take it too like for real on this movie. You're just like, okay, you know, I see what you're doing. Yeah. I get it. Yeah, yeah. To get all to get all like literary on this, it, it's a meta movie. It's a meta commentary. It's a meta fiction on. Well, that's not a meta fiction, but it's a meta commentary on the '90s generation. And and what's interesting about this is that. Here you had, when was Scream made? Help me out, 98? 98? Scream was made in 1996. Okay, so 96. And just, I mean, I wasn't there for that one, so it kind of helped me through with this one. But that was making fun of and commenting on the John Carpenter movies of the 70s, But setting it against high school But setting it against the 90s, 90s, yeah. Which, and, and I think that that's fantastic. I do. But what I think makes this maybe even stand out a little bit more is that this was doing it in the time that it was making fun of, right? It wasn't jumping back 20 years. It was making fun of the 90s in the 90s. Yeah, in a lot of ways, it was ahead of its time. It's almost like a movie that should have been made in 2005, making fun of the 90s. Right. And I think that, so as a meta commentary on society, on on people, I mean, I don't know if you guys have seen the old Nicolas Cage movie, uh, Valley Girl, like way back when. It's one who was actually really cool. When he was cool. It's like, uh, yeah. It's a good movie, by the way. It's a good movie. But she is the Valley Girl. And they're oh, making yeah. fun of that, but within the '90s set, yeah, the, the talking about the baggy clothes and and what does anybody see in things, you know, that they just rolled out of bed and just threw the first thing that they saw on. I mean, that was the '90s, and we lived through the '90s. See, see, I, I guess I don't feel like I lived through the '90s. Well, I, we were uh, little, which is ridic- sure. no, it's ridiculous because I definitely did. I yeah, was, you were all Space Jam out. I was. Oh god, I love uh, Space Jam. I we had, should do that movie. I had frosted tips. <laughs> I had. No, you didn't? Did you seriously? Oh fuck yeah, I had frosted tips. <laughs> My parents wouldn't let me. Oh man. I was in seventh grade when I first got to spikes going on. I had a chain wallet. No, you didn't. Oh, yes. oh I oh. love my chain wallet. Let's bring that back. No, Jeremy. Let's it's bring dead. that back. The ninety here's the other part of this that and it's personal for me. I hate the nineties. Slap bracelet about the nineties. What? What? No, 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 no. You look back now yeah, and you'll the worst no, no. fashion, so the worst music. Nineties. Oh, the worst music. Oh, oh I fight you on that. You, oh, you can talk about fashion all you want, but you leave the freaking music out of this. So right now fantastic. Do you see fashion right now? Yeah. Do you think it's good? Back it's no. going back. It, uh, this movie looks yep. very yeah, familiar it to fashion. Like it. It's <laughs> horrible. Now, this movie made last year in 2019. Yeah. Maybe was, it isn't such a meta commentary. No, seriously, one of the things that I did say, and I think I'll get agreement on three of you guys, no, three, including me, um, is the music. I thought the music was awesome. A lot of it was female lead singers. I, I thought um, that the music was great. We had freaking Counting Crows, Sean. Yeah, I do yes. love me some Counting Crows. You heard the Counting Crows, Where didn't you? And, I, and, and the Cranberry CD that the was cranberry? that he needed to go to his car even for. had Radiohead, which I was just like, Radiohead, oh right? Gosh. Two songs by Radiohead. They actually had No Doubt before No Doubt actually got big. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, yeah. Now, fun fun fact, if anybody watched Suburgatory, Sur- anybody here watched Suburgatory? No, but so, we're talking about Jeremy Sisto. Jeremy freaking Sisto is in Suburgatory, and Alicia Silverstone, uh, she guests in one episode and kind of comes in as a love interest, and they don't really love each other, but they love interest. And they're walking through this farmer's mar- market, and he looks over and goes, oh, cranberries, you want some? And it's <laughs> such... And Amy Heckerling directed that episode. Oh. It was like this reunion, oh, and it was so beautiful, awesome, and I'm laughing my ass off because I get all the inside jokes, and Amanda's sitting there next to me going, like, what is funny? I don't yeah. get it. Um, don't you guys miss like the 90s slang? Because I wrote everything down what I heard. <laughs> no. Give me some. Give me some. Give me some. Oh, that's whack. <laughs> Yo, I'm bugging. Yo, the bomb. 
No. Dope. Raging. No. Whatever. No. As if. No. <laughs> See, now, dope was one that I never quite I'm understood. I'm sorry. I just don't. I don't like anything. It's like. This, you are 1950s, 60s Hollywood maybe. cinema. So, so then you like Billie Holiday, because I love yes. him. Yeah, you, when Christian you, came into the movie, you were just like, you are okay, Christian. this guy's great. Dude. You literally are Christian. I know. I thought, I thought, the first character I identified with was the dad. I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's right. You worked that case. You worked that case, buddy. Ignore your family. Uh, so speaking no of the dad, yeah. he, gives, he gives me literally one of my favorite lines in all of movies. Um, but it's when she, when Cher brings back, I know we're going off, uh, like, whatever. But Cher brings in her uh, revised grades. And he looks at her and he goes, I couldn't be happier than if they were based on real grades. Right? <laughs> well, because he's just setting her up to be a litigator. And it's amazing. Table, when they're sitting there at the table. You ever take someone's opening offer? I was like, oh, I, that, I hope my daughter says that yeah. to me when she's sitting there. And he, he and took it. Like, oh, honey, you still are on restriction, but it's okay. Yeah, he took fantastic. you like, all right, I like, I like the way you're thinking. Like, yes, yes, let, let's, let's take off her to me. You know when he's, she's going out with Christian? With the white dress? He says dress. the funniest line. He's like, and I, I, I plan on using this line like, in my lifetime. Like, I got a 45 and a shovel. I doubt anybody's going to miss you. He just so says good. it just randomly. So, so good. You guys didn't know Micah as well as I know Micah. I did, yeah. Our friend Micah? Oh, Micah. Yeah. Micah, okay. Micah. Does Micah listen to this? Now somebody's going to look for Micah. Okay, in that yeah. case, I'm Micah. No, but to me, okay, she, she, Micah had nothing to character with, with Cher, but the way that she could talk her way out of grades and the way she could do that. I witnessed Micah stand up in our one of our history classes in college and flat out tell the professor that because she missed the previous day of school and didn't know the assignment was due that she could turn in a day later. And it was one of those moments where it's like, I could see where she, this character share was at Mike. What was at one point, Micah, like I could see that. He says that with meaning, Micah. with meaning and love. I don't yes. know who's Micah. That's uh, our Micah, friend. We'll tell you. Uh, Baseball friend. Yeah. Get it. I get um, it. It's just funny because that dad was on point. Like he was just like, when you just calling up, like he was really actually, I think he was really actually, like supportive and like he was a dad, a, well, a, a single dad trying. Oh, yeah. He loved her. He was like he even calls her up. Hey, where are you? And she's like, I'm just having a snack at my girlfriend's. Where in Kuwait? And she's and she's like, <laughs> yeah. She yeah, she's like, is that in the valley? <laughs> well, then I she's at that party. I, you get home in a twenty minutes to anywhere in L.A. I was like, <laughs> like I expect you to be walking in twenty minutes. Yeah. And he goes. I can't do that, Dad. He's like everywhere in L.A. It takes twenty minutes. <laughs> Speaking of that party, um, let's talk about that project. You know, the project Brittany Murphy when she comes in. That was what you guys oh, think. Oh, Ty, Ty. I liked her better before her makeover. Oh no, not a bit. Well, I, I mean, I liked her the very end. Yeah, I, like I, when she I first agree, walks yeah. up in PE and she's just like, "Hi, I'm a farm girl." Yeah. Oh god. That oh did shit! It for me. You got coke here. Yeah. <laughs> you got coke here. Yeah. Oh god. Which <laughs> yeah, which this was is a America. Little, which, it was a little foreshadowing. Did you think a little bit of the what she That's turned so into? Fun. You want to make fun? of... <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Brittany, wherever you are. You're right. We loved you in those two movies. Yeah. Well, no, she was an uptown girl, too. <laughs> those three. Lest we forget well, that. Did she just get eight miles? Mile? So I was thinking of eight miles. Yeah. Shoot. Well, you know, she yeah, lost herself in that movie. She, that, 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 that. she looked really she looked really different in this movie her arms are heavy, yeah, she lo- I don't mean to say this negatively but she looked a little bit more young and less um filled she like was less super innocent looking. yeah less um less makeup yeah maybe that's what it is but less like Brittany Murphy 
turned into. Yes. Well, I think she had to have been one of the one of the youngest actors there. I'm trying to. Yeah, I, I think that's a, you're right with that one, Brandon. I think she was just she was really naturally funny. Like yeah. she, just the way how she was on the screen. She, she reminded me of Mae Whitman a little bit. Yeah. And she was she was yeah. 18. Everybody else was in their 20s. So yeah, when they so that makes one. sense. So, yeah, because I was I was struck with her, and then I, Sisto Sisto Jeremy Sisto mm-hmm. looks exactly the same, sounds exactly the same. No matter where. So does Paul Rudd. So does Paul Rudd. So does Donald Faison. Oh, Donald Faison. <laughs> so does, oh is it Stacy Stacy so Dash? Yeah, Stacey Dash. She looks kind of the same too. Dion? But she she was thirty or something when she filmed this yeah. one. Yeah. And she has now like, uh, isn't she like a senator or a congresswoman? Stacy Dash. I don't know, but she was in freaking Renaissance Man, and she sure. was insane. Have Pretty you seen sure that she's movie? A politician. Danny freaking DeVito. No. Oh, when he's like actually like training soldiers yeah. or something like that. Yeah, he, she was awesome in that one. I remember, Mark Wahlberg was in that when he was Mark. Oh, shit, Mark. he was. I, I think I think this is a good spot to take a little break and get another drink because I need another drink. So I, I want to talk about something. Travis. Let's we haven't talked about Travis. Yeah. Yet. Oh Everyone, God, I want to talk about Travis. Everyone had a little bit of Travis in them, and I feel like I'm still Travis. You know who Travis is the no, skater. No, Travis, Travis, freaking Brecken, oh, Brecken Meyer. Meyer. I love Brecken Meyer. Legit, he was, he was Listen, cool. this season Brecken Meyer might be my Brian Cox. Brecken Meyer. Okay, that's weird. What I have what I have in my notes is is Brecken Meyer. Well, let's take that. Break. Let's take that drink. Can yeah. I say this first? Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Breck and Meyer, always good. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think this is our best one yet. Yeah. Guys. <laughs> okay. I need road, a drink. Do you guys remember that movie Road Trip? Yes. yes. Oh my God. Yes, I remember. Yes, road I trip. remember Road Trip. The one you remember? Road trip. Oh, Rat yes, Race. Was... Anybody ever see Rat Race? Rat Race. You would like. It. You guys not see? <laughs> you guys not see how she's like. If she could turn back time. All right. Hey, wait. <laughs> we're back. <laughs> we're back. <laughs> we're back. Okay. Okay. Well, do you, you want to? Uh, hey, guys, we're back. Eddie. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm good. We're, we're no, good. no, no. What about Cher? Tell, Cher. Me, tell oh, me about Cher. Oh, Cher. Yeah. Sorry. I, I didn't know what we were doing. I thought we were already back on this. Uh, but like <laughs> how so she brings in Brittany Murphy, right? Yeah. What, what's we're her name? still talking about. Ty. Ty. But then, so the whole time she has a good heart, right? Like I really thought she had a good heart. And I was trying to think what... Like she lost her mom at an early age, mm-hmm. right? So how did she lose her mom from liposuction? liposuction. <laughs> the routine liposuction. It was a freak liposuction accident. Oh, that's the musical episode we should do a Spinal Tap. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Write a note. Write a note. Good <laughs> eleven. Oh, my favorite thing. <laughs> I'm sorry. When Eddie. they bring in oh, Stonehenge. I, I, I forgot what I was talking about. No, so you were Cher. saying no. Cher lost Cher her mom, and so she basically becomes a mom to Ty. Yes, and and also she's trying to hook up her teachers together at one point to get better grades. Which is okay. Cute. So so here's my problem. Here's my problem with the with the street you're laying down. Okay, she, the only reason she wanted to get her her teachers together is because she wanted better grades and wanted them to be happy. The only reason she started befriending Ty and put her in the makeover is because she wanted her to go out with Jeremy. Sisto, so she, Jeremy Sisto would stop hanging out. No, 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 out no, with no, her. no, 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 no. Don't we watch the same movie? No, no. no here's that here's what happened. Right there. She okay. It. So I, I'm going to lay down the, the law on you. So what happens is she realizes in doing some of these things selfishly that she actually enjoys doing these things because she likes doing good things, right? She likes helping people. The funny thing, like the ironic funny thing, is that she's really not good at helping people. You know, but she does it because she she basically says, I really like feeling this good feeling and this goodness of doing good. So I'm going to keep doing that. And so that's where Ty just kind of pops up and she's like, I'm going to take her under my wing. She had no idea that Jeremy Sisto um, was like was you know, into him. Talking about Elton. Uh, was in, yeah, Elton. There we go. I was looking. Yep. She had no idea that Elton was into her until he basically made the moves on her in, in the valley. Ellen um, was into and everyone. Then d- it drops like her off at a freaking mini mart. 
and drives off. Yeah, can we talk about that scene for a minute? Yeah, and then she gets held up. <laughs> she has, she has, she the worst of, thing is she has her dress ruined. <laughs> so cute. And you know what? Alicia Silverstone, for all of her crazy antics later in life, she was adorably perfect in the role of Cher. I have to agree with you on 100%. Yes. I mean, she was amazing. And she's, something she's who we haven't talked Cher. about. Yeah, she was. And somebody we haven't talked about who I think needs props is Dion. I thought Dion was absolutely perfect as the sidekick best friend. So I really loved the complexity of her, of her costumes. I thought she was very, uh, put, no, I'm I'm being serious. She was always wearing these. There was one scene where she's in the car and she's wearing this lace hat. Yes. And it was absolutely ridiculous, but she was beautiful in it. It was just absolutely stunning. And she was always really beautiful. She was just, I actually ran into her one time. Really? Yeah. You're Christian. What? No, she was like, you're not a Christian. I mean, you you are, but you're Christian. (laughs) That was a really good fucking role, actually. He played a good role. Well, I thought it was funny that nobody knew he was gay. Everyone knew he was gay, but none of the girls knew he was gay. Well, I mean, it had hints like, you know, he was reading Junkie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know? I love all the different hints. That yeah, at, at, the, at the concert, you know, like, I'm, yeah. you know. He's still like, dancing. Still dancing. By himself. By, by the way, Talking Mighty Mighty Boston. Talking to the bartender Freaking amazing! Come on, ska no, rock you band. Now we're going to the ska phase. See, no, ska. That, everybody went through a ska phase. No, I didn't because the nineties were fucking t- bullshit. You know who was an amazing what actor in the in the nineties? Brecken Meyer. Now's so Brecken Meyer. So let me just tell you this: Brecken no, Meyer, from an actor standpoint, hasn't really changed his delivery in thirty years, and I enjoy him every time. And he hasn't changed screen. his face in thirty years; just his hair. Just his hair is long, short, long. Was short. there ever a movie with Brecken Meyer and uh, also? Um, Seth Green? Seth Green? Zach Morris? Yeah. Oh, what's that? I'm looking, looking, looking at those guys right because yeah. they would be really good. Yeah, they were in uh, Without a Paddle together. They were in What? Oh, with Matthew Lillard. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. I love how he... No, Dax. Oh, was oh, Dax was that Shepard? Dax Shepard? Yeah, yeah Dax Shepard. Yeah, they, they're, they're interchangeable. All right, Breckenmeyer and Seth. Well, they were in a show together, a TV show. Whatever. Anyway, Breckenmeyer. Well, I, I would like to say great. tardiness is not something you can do on my uh, on your own. <laughs> many, many people contributed to my tardiness. I would like to thank my parents for not giving me a ride to school. The L.A. City bus driver took a chance <laughs> of an unknown <laughs> kid, and last but not least, the wonderful crew from McDonald's. <laughs> I love it. They like that. That, that made that, that's Jeremiah. It, that's so me. That's, that's Jeremiah. Yeah, was like, yeah. That's why he was like every Making day. Making those school. egg McMuffins without <laughs> which might might never be tardy. But Dude, that was so mean. It was so it's so stupid, but it's also so funny. Um, is that it brought it brings the the viewer into a world, and that's that's actually going to be one of my reasons why I don't think it it gets the rating that it it probably should get. In my opinion, is because well, I'll hold it for later. But if you live through the '90s, you get these things. You do. You, if you don't, you don't. Can we talk about Wallace Shawn being the oral? Uh, <laughs> professor or teacher give and giving people C's and D's and fucking speech. Like well, how I mean, did bullshit you see, is that? You're did ruining, you see his class? You're ruining people's GPAs over <laughs> speech class. Like she's like geometry, I got a B plus. In speech, I got a C. It's like fuck you, bro. Amber, Everyone should get a B if they stand up and talk. Let's talk about Amber in though. high school. In too. that, yeah, Amber, Amber, Amber like, you are fucking up Amber, some scholarships. Amber was hilarious, but Amber, when she's just like, how can I do my assignment? If she doesn't do her assignment. I mean, that was amazingly just we've all had that character in class who just wants to dog shit on everybody else. Yeah. But basically, yeah. it's, it's just a scapegoat. Sean was away in my in our class. Oh, that's was Sean. Yeah, was you told me about the, was, you told me about that guy all the time. <laughs> what? I'm over here trying really hard on my paper and like doing like sometimes last second stuff, but also like really like preparing, reading, taking notes. I'm looking at my right and Sean's taking these notes, typing down a lot. 
and I'll actually look at his notes. And he's not even typing anything what the teacher's saying. He's typing a book out. <laughs> can I, and then can the, I? the teacher calls out Sean, and Sean's he he says it like in a nice way of like, oh shit, you you know you kind of caught me at a bad time. But he's like, can you rephrase that question, please, in a different way? Oh, okay. you were that. Guy? And then he pops out this knowledge just out of nowhere. Is just like, awesome, Sean. I love it. Pay to everyone listening to this take shot. Yeah. I looked at Sean. He gives this little wink. But, <laughs> can, I, can I give you a fun real story from Sean? I get this call up from Sean about 9 o'clock in the morning. Finals week is the next week. And he says, hey, man, I need help. And I said, okay, cool. What's up? He says, meet me in the library. I'm like, okay, man, what's up? He says, I've got this five-page five page, five page paper peace. on War and Peace. I haven't read a page. And me, English major, haven't read War and Peace. And he says, it's due at noon. If, we, really if, you, get it done, if you get it done at noon, let's go to Disneyland. I got a really good grade on that paper. <laughs> I got the fucker an A. <laughs> and we enjoyed Disneyland. God, War and Peace was torturous. But anyway, no, I hear what you're saying about Sean. I could see them as Amber. Yeah, I could see myself as Amber uh, uh, Travis. I'm not going to lie. That was my life. Wait, it was Travis the skateboarder? Yeah, but You were I just, a skateboarder? No, I was a poser. Oh. <laughs> I walked around with a skateboarder thinking I was cool, but I didn't know how to skate, but I look cool. I, I, yeah, I, I had my baggy pants. I was thinking that there was, there was too crowded, and I was just going to take all the stickers off and do one of just like... Marvin the Martian. <laughs> I, Get out of town. I, I do. <laughs> if you ever, I, I know, Brandon, you have a, a girl. Congrats. I do. Congratulations. Thank you, sir. You too. Um, but I was to say, go back to the movie, how when she was finally alone with Christian in the, mo- in the watching movies, and she thought, this is it. I'm going to lose watch my virginity. Spartacus? Yeah, watch Spartacus. Yeah, Spartacus. Did you, yeah. the and two movies, Tony Curtis no, did you notice the two movies? First of all, Tony Curtis is gay in both those in movies. In both of them. Uh, or he pretends to be. So we were going to do Something Like It Hot last last year, which is one of my favorite movies of all time. And they're cro- it's, I don't know if anyone has seen this movie, but him and John, no. Jack Lemmon. Jack Lemmon. Are, they cross-dress into a woman's choir to escape the mob. In like 1950s, no. I wanted it's to see fucking, it. And then he freaking it's like a Marilyn, Marilyn Monroe's in it, and she's an alcoholic. It's literally fantastic. And then the second movie is Spartacus, <laughs> where he has a little schnuppy schnuppy with someone. But it's just the two movies. You're like, oh, I see the meta there. I see like they're getting it's, down. It's getting like, there. All the evidence is there. Open your fucking eyes. Yes, <laughs> but yeah, and she's, she's trying to play footsies with him, and yeah. like he's like, <laughs> my feet are cold. My feet are cold. And she, he puts he a pillow. Puts a pillow on it. <laughs> And then she falls off the bed, and he's just like, "Okay, like, I'm getting tired because this girl keeps trying. She's not getting the hint." Oh, he that, got, he got it, yeah. And yeah. She was trying to to get it. And yeah. I mean, I think we've all been there at some point. No, nope. like we're nope. I haven't. Anyway, <laughs> I was going to say more. We've all been like trying so I mean, Brandon, damn hard, I know and sure. thinking like this is going to be and it. And then she hey. she friend zones you, and, and you didn't she even know you were in the friend zone. Yeah, yeah. And the weird thing is, I'm married to her, so it's just weird. <laughs> Weird. That's funny. Man, I love you. Which actually flows into the one of my favorite scenes is the uh, never go on to the free race scene when you're driving. <laughs> the best. Yeah. So here, here's my question. Okay, so you've got all these teenagers with all this money, with all these beautiful cars, and nobody can fucking drive. That's well, going along with the freeway scene, the driving test scene to me is, is like when I close my eyes and think of Clueless, which I do quite often. I think of that driving scene. I think it's so, so funny when she almost hits the, the driver or the, the bike. The bus. He came the out biker, of nowhere. Biker. Yeah, he, he came, came out, out of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> like, I've been dealing with a lot of things. She knocks off the, the, the mirror, side mirror of yeah. it. And, I heard that actually right? really happened like, by accident. They weren't trying to do oh, it. Seriously? <laughs> yeah. Remember he says, he goes, I am the Messiah of DMV <laughs> for, for driving <laughs> 
<laughs> what was it like your driving test, by the way? Because I seriously <laughs> fucked like four times before Did I got my you? license. Oh, oh man. man. I, I couldn't get it, yo. Because of that, just we're brothers. I waited until I was 18. I was like, forget <laughs> Did this. Did you really? Yes, I'm, forget this. I'm I knew rides. you when you didn't have an, a license. No, no I waited like 18, I was 17, senior, 18, senior in high school. See, I no, was 18. I knew you when you, you were 17. You knew me when oh, I was Oh, that's eight. right. You graduated a year later. I graduated at 18. By the way, everybody, uh, Ed is 10 years older than me. 10 days older than me. Ten Thank days. you. This freaking, yeah, well, let's move this on. This freaking as if drink is Yeah, this champagne up. is just... Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so, no, I want to go back to the, the freeway scene because, to me, the, it was such a parody. It's such a joke, but at the same time, it's a funny joke. And it was Donald Faison in his absolute It's Donald Faison when, you know, when, the, when the big truck is driving and just bearing <laughs> down on him. <laughs> I think it's funny because, seriously, when the first time I, I was driving, I did not go on the freeway for about a year and a half, two years. Who did I listen to the radio? Side oh streets. God. To get to where I needed to go. Did, did you listen to the radio the first year that you drove? I turned everything Man, off. Man, I was. Oh I thought. God, I thought you guys I, are all weird. Ten and two. No, like seriously, oh. like I got a car. Like it was our like mom and dad's car. It was this four piece of shit Aspire car. But I fucking put every band sticker. I thought I looked cool <laughs> and shit. Man, it was the worst. Did you take it on the thing. freeway. It was the very first smart <laughs> oh, car. God, so good. <laughs> <laughs> it was seriously, but I seriously would never drive on the freeway. I was like, "Fuck that!" Oh, so I would, I learned every side road in the way I can do. <laughs> I love to drive. That was my uh, get learning to drive meant freedom, and I could just take off whenever I wanted to. I remember driving around on Friday nights with me and my friends, and everyone would bring a little gas money, and we would just follow cars, and oh, that was the best. It was the best. Anyway, um, I think the party is a good good thing to talk about, and then then the after effects of the party. Yeah, so the party, you had the, we've kind of been through the party a little bit. You've got, I, I, I was disgusted by the amount of throw up that was going on once again, and I've said this with every Yeah, you made it through uh, American Pie, just fine. Well, no, I, I've said this about every high school movie we've done these parties are unrealistic horrible things that have never happened in, in real uh, that's life. a good question i want to just ask table it has anybody been to a high school party like any of these movies american pie this one I've any been like to a college party like no, i'm not that. talking about <laughs> high school no, i think <laughs> eddie i think eddie said in an episode like you remember super bad where they're like yeah we got really crazy but it was like everyone in the room like oh my god yeah, yeah, like, there's them three drinking like maybe a six pack of beer and everyone they're at like their dad's party yeah, yeah that's, okay that's so I've been was. to that that's I've been to kind that of what my high, that was my party okay so in that case I didn't miss out on too much in high school <laughs> no okay, because, they yeah, didn't exist non-realistic Super Ad's a great one yeah Sean we, probably had the best parties in high school because he <laughs> in high school he had the he had the freaking he oh, this had, is a seventy-five-year-old Scotch. No big deal. Let's go ahead and <laughs> yeah, have that's it. That's what I was thinking. Yo, <laughs> his house, around and yeah, sit. like his house was like the real-world house, man. Seriously, the fucker Season had. Four. Yeah, he had freaking uh, the ice stones in the freezer. <laughs> Didn't you? <laughs> Didn't you? First of all. Oh, this is my highball glass that I use for my Friday night. <laughs> Not in high school. Fuck <laughs> that. Yes, you were. When did you no. start drinking? When did you start drinking? College. Bullshit, yeah. we all know you. No. Fresh, freshman year. I started drinking. Hello, my name is Sean, and I'm a critical liar. I didn't start drinking until no. I met Sean, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I've infected many people. Me. Uh, when I started drinking, and then I really started drinking more heavily with when we went to uh, when I went to the second the, college. The second we all college. Yeah, let's not talk about that. And, uh, and then when I went to Hawaii. Morning cap, morning cap, morning cap. When I went to Hawaii, I really hit it. I hit it hard. <laughs> <laughs> and when I got back, and came back. When I got back, it waits. was morning caps and night caps and every and day, noodles and every game and every. But I mean, we talked about it. the 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 uh, the notion of my alcoholism was far overrated. Okay, so I want to go back to a question that that kind of plagues me, and you guys have both heard this one. So, Jeremy, you haven't actually gotten the uh, the question, and so let me just give you a hypothetical. Okay. Yes. Hypothetical. You're at Panera. <laughs> 
It's true because I love not Panera. Panera. Sorry, sorry. No, you're no. at BJ's. I love Panera. I love Panera. Hypothetical. We're at BJ's. You're at BJ's. We're at BJ's. The four of us are at BJ's, and there is a huge table of maybe twelve people that get up and leave, and they leave a platter of pizuki, and I'm talking about a platter. I remember pizuki, three feet by two feet. It was a big pizuki. It's not Panera. You guys are talking about BJ's. And so only a quarter of it is sliced out of of, of them having eaten this pizuki, and there is still three quarters and, and of pizuki left. Let let me <laughs> clarify because it was not cut. It was, it was scooped. Scooped. It was scooped. Free formed. Free formed with double dipping scoops. Oh, absolutely. Okay, let me ask you: Is there alcohol involved in this shit? Many drinks. <laughs> yes. Now let me ask you: Do you a sit at the table and go, "That's a waste of a pizuki," or do you b Stand up with your plate, walk over the five steps to the other table, take a big ass slice, walk back and say, You're lost, and then okay. start eating. So, I, I don't want to sound like a fucking asshole here, but more likely, I probably would have took a bite because I'm a scavenger. I'm the type of person, Fuck like, yes, I'm the type of person team. that goes to, like, you know, at lunch and everything, like lunch hour. Like, if I see someone food, like, oh, someone left the lunch here. Well, I guess it's been here for a long time. <laughs> He's like, you work in HR. <laughs> 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 I'm just That's saying, like, man. It's like, yo, dude, if you leave it, no one's up by him. No one's up by him. You say, I shit. got one. I got no. one. True story. No. I walk yeah. over and, and, and I grab a bazooki. And Brandon has asked that question to at least no shit. A hundred people. And there's been two people who've agreed uh, with there's him. There's literally been six people that have said, "Yeah, I'd go have a bite." Oh, and then I've had six two that said, yours. "And then Keeping I've had in mind that Brandon is the cheapest man on the face of the planet." I've had two Number that one. said, "If you go get it, I'll have some." Yeah. I'm just yeah. saying, like seriously, like yo, I'm a scavenger. If there's drinks too involved with it, I'm probably gonna have a bite. I don't know why Eddie didn't go, join me. We used so to go I don't know why Eddie lunch, or we'd go to the calf, <laughs> and he would have to watch us, and we would he would have a cup that he bought. For every two like, weeks ago, Carl's Jr. Like, hey, hey, where are we going? We go to Jack in the Box. He'd fucking he'd rip out his Rolodex of cups and be like, oh, Jack in the Box, Jack in the Box. Oh, this one's looking a little shabby. Time to get a new one. No, I used to do the team of Seven Eleven. Like, no, I, no, big old. Big old <laughs> refill. Well, if the tub was if the tub was plastic, it lasted a lot oh, longer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So if the tub was paper, you can't you can't keep it. No, but do you remember who was it? Was it Bobby? I'm not gonna say his last name, but Bobby. He would have the the, the styrofoam cup from Wanda's from the little cafe place at our school, and he would use tape to cover the holes. That wasn't yeah. me. That wasn't me. <laughs> that, was Bobby. that was Bobby. Yeah. That was, no, mind we, you, we, ladies we and a, gentlemen, a drink was a whopping 99 cents. <laughs> and the loser of ping pong would yeah, go buy and, and we'd be like, well, go, we're set for the next no, three weeks. loser of ping pong would have to go, to go refill, refill that. drinks. Yeah. <laughs> sure I, there was I, like no four locos oh God, into that? Imagine four rather tall people Sweating, <laughs> playing ping pong in the late afternoon. Let's get back to rolling with the homies. Shit. Yeah, shit. By the oh. way, I, I, I don't, I never liked that that kind of rolling uh, with the homies. party music. But damn it, that song always makes me smile because of this movie. Dope. Well, and later when they're eating, and she says, "Oh, they're playing the song that we did." I'm like, motherfucker. <laughs> I'm sorry, I did but, not get this movie. Back she like flunks her they're test, and lot, she goes though. back, and she's like. All sad, and then like Ty like confesses like I'm in love with Josh, and like you know like Shira's like you think you're really good with Josh? She's like what? You think I'm not good for Josh? Who do you are? You're a virgin who can't drive. That was That's harsh. Really harsh. That was really harsh, Ty. <laughs> but damn it, let's go to Josh, who by the way is Paul Rudd, and god damn it, he's hot. And he was being super cool. It he's was such a cool guy. In this such a cool, movie. nice guy. And by the way, this is his first movie. Okay, it was creepy as fuck that they were siblings. 
I'm gonna go ahead. They're and say not it. siblings. Okay, so not technically by blood, but have you seen the Brady Bunch movie? It's still gross. Like, it was oh, Jan and Brady vacation. <laughs> no, no, the first one. Oh, it, 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 it was Jan and whatever. <laughs> so, I, I agree with you, Sean. So if, if this if their marriage would have lasted long, but they even said in the movie like, oh, they barely were married. They barely were married. And they've it been broken make up. It better. What see what made me obvious was like the way they acted to each other. It wasn't like brother and sister though. It was they like hate fr- each it was like friends. It was like it was totally friends. Okay, so. Sean, we took a, a, a film class together yes, we many did. moons ago where you showed me your your license when it was your birthday. And I stand by I don't know movie. if you remember the definition of a screwball comedy. Do you remember that? I don't. Okay, well I'm gonna I'm gonna enlighten you since I teach it. Um, <laughs> so a screwball comedy is where you have and just think of any of your movies that you love, right? From the sixties, fifties and sixties. Is it's where you have two characters who banter at each other and basically hate each other throughout the whole movie, but then you realize at the end You've oh, got mail. They're, yeah, they're they're perfect for each other. They're it's not banter because they don't like each other's banter because it's that, you know, if we want to get into the real thing, it's that sexual, um, yeah, whatever. The chemistry. That chemistry is there. So that's what this movie is at its core right here. My last note is this is this is a screwball comedy at its core, right? It's got two characters who seem to hate each other, who seem to be bickering at each other. But ultimately, in the end, they're perfect for each other in the moment. I would argue, like I said earlier, they're not going to last. But that's not the point. Right. You know, the point is that they get together. There's 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 fun and happiness when it happens. Um, you know, that scene at the very, very end, and I'm jumping away at the end, where they're all sitting around and, and watching the girls at the wedding, and they're like, they're planning out their wedding, and they're like, oh, we're, you know, I'm really bugging, and then Paul Rudd is all white, and he's like, I'm bugging too. <laughs> um, that's not going to happen, but again, that's not the point. The point is this maturity in share, and ultimately, it's just to make us smile and laugh a little bit. And, and Sean, you're laughing and smiling at some of these moments, and I think that that means that the movie did its job. So there, and I do see a growth with her, with Cher. I see someone becoming more aware of the world around her. I see, I see kind of the intention of the movie is to show a generation perhaps lost to uh, the, and I think what they were trying to get is the riches of their parents. So if you look at 1950s movies or movies set in the 1950s, the kids are coming off a pretty harsh time where their parents lived through the war. Maybe they were born at the tail end of the war. It's a different kind of uh, experience. Like uh, American Graffiti. Right. And then you get into the 60s and 70s and you kind of have Vietnam. You have the same kind of harshness. In the 80s and 90s, you didn't really have that harshness. You actually had prosperity. You had a lot of people making a lot of money and a different type of culture developing where kids, parents almost didn't want their kids to suffer at all. So they gave them everything. And so I, I do get that. I just think that there's better ways to accomplish it by what this movie did that's all i'm saying okay and i i do hear you on that is there a movie that you can think of that does that better to show maybe the 90s basically i'm gonna say it is there a better 90s teen comedy uh i, I don't know if i've seen a 90 i have not seen any of the john hughes movies so those those, those are, are 80s. 80s um i don't know i've not i have not seen a lot of teen comedies from the is 90s 10 things i hate about you is that 90s or that 1999 Shit, ninety nine again, 99. and that's a taming of the shrew. That's a that's a, that's Shakespeare. a Shakespeare, and this one's Jane Austen. Which, yeah. by the way, Jane Austen, I I, I love some of your stuff. We talking about Emma? You don't, yeah, you don't hold a candle next to Shake. So, um, but ten things I hate about you. I think that's great. Uh, I'm looking at IMDb, and they're giving all the suggested more like this movie. Easy A is is easily one of my. I, I just love that movie. I don't know if you guys like. I that like that's a Scarlet Letter, right? Yeah, yeah. Scarlet Letter. Um, I love 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 that one. Um, Maybe I just mean don't girls, like teenage I'm not a huge comedies. Fan, 
<laughs> but you love American Pie. Yeah. But that's, yeah, you're right. Yeah, and you guys, I mean, I agree that that one was dated. I think that Clueless is really, really dated, too. Like, it doesn't hold up to the test of time. I feel like this movie can actually be made this time. I think it could be updated. It works on updated. multiple yeah. Yeah. It works on multiple levels, I feel like. I, mm-hmm. it, it, it touches so many different areas. You can even look, like, Sean, you were talking about how... You connected with the the dad, or like people connect with different well, characters. You connect in this with movie. the brother, even and yeah. like even the brother. This movie can like I felt like it held up good with the. It definitely held up good with the time. Like you know, it's, it was ninety five, and it was easily, easily, easily. It was very enjoyable at this time. And so that brings us to the end of our review. Now it's time in the podcast where each of the hosts provides their score on our scale. Zero to five. Eddie, can you take us through our scale? Oh, shit. Yes. It, I wasn't ready for this. Okay. I mean, I, I guess it hasn't changed for the first time. Uh, so. Uh, has it? <laughs> wait. Don't we do a zero? <laughs> do we have a zero? We don't uh, have a zero. You switch. Yeah. You know, you, you messed up. You don't need up. shit to enjoy. Now zero. You, it. You, yeah, you put a six now? I don't know what happened. Yeah, what the fuck? You messed fuck? up. Okay, I'm sorry, guys. Uh, I can't work under these conditions. I can't work under these no, conditions. How much were you drinking before you okay, started this so movie? Okay, so zero. The perfect movie. You don't need shit to enjoy it. One, uh, feel good first cocktail. Two, a happy buzz. Three, an Uber or Lyft home. Four, a rough morning walk of shame. Uh, five, blackout, shit face, spring break drunk. Surprisingly, guys, that was really hard for me to do. So, yeah, and I love, I love so. that I get shit from all my misprints. And you guys can't even read it when I write the sentence properly. So, Gentlemen, let's start with... I guess you were enjoying the math, I guess, huh? <laughs> you go for, it was the same format, though. I know. I don't know what happened. Why did you switch that? I didn't mean so to. So we're going to zero to five. Yeah, yeah, zero, to five. zero to five. Zero to five. Do I need to redo it? No, no, no. no we're okay. good. No, it's, it's, it's golden, actually. Okay, you guys so, out there listening. So, gentlemen, let's start with... Sean's mom, start, you, you know you first. appreciate this. <laughs> I have actually decided. Gentlemen, let's start with Brandon. Oh, okay. So uh, I, gave, I gave away my feelings on this movie early on. I mean, this movie is a guilty pleasure because, you know, it, it is a teen girl comedy. I mean, if we're going to label it. Uh, but I I literally couldn't watch this or I couldn't walk past this movie being on and not sit down and watch the rest of the movie. I love it. Uh, I can pretty much quote almost all of it. I smile whenever I watch it. Uh, I was telling Sean earlier off, off, uh, off recording that um, years ago when I was having a bad day, my wife put this movie on because she knew that it would cheer me up, and it did. Uh, and that being said, I came at this movie loving it, knowing that I loved it, but also kind of looking at it from a more critical standpoint. And one of the things that we say that we're going we're gonna to base our, our votes off of is does it kind of stand the test of time? And for me, Eddie, I know you ended it saying that it does. For me, I don't know if it really does. I think that it does for us. Blasphemy! Erroneous. <laughs> I think Objection. it does for us. God damn it. I think it does <laughs> for us who have lived through this, who get the references. Uh, I've just got a couple references here. Right? The Thomas Guide. To me, I smile at that because I remember my parents getting lost basically everywhere we went and having to pull out the Thomas Guide. You're looking at the wrong guide, page. Right? Uh, or the reference to Polly Shore films. It's like, it's like finding meaning in a Polly Shore film. It's that pointless. Like We get those references. Nowadays, people who aren't knowledgeable of the 90s, I just don't think it holds up as well as it does for our generation. And because of that, and it takes a lot of sadness from me uh, to give this, I, I, I'm going to give it a two because it's a feel-good first first cocktail. For me, I sit down, I would watch this any day. I love it, but at the uh, same no, time, that's a happy, happy buzz. buzz. Yep. <laughs> yep, it sure is. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. It's happy it's buzz. Zero, one, two. Come on, Fine. don't you yes, know your numbers? Yes. <laughs> Listen, it's a two, God damn it! It's a two. It's a two because all I'm thinking about is numbers. It's a happy um, buzz. It's a happy buzz. I love it. I love it. I will love it till the day I die. But at the same time, um, I think that it just doesn't stand up. 
So, Sean, I'm going to give it over to you. Uh, okay, so I appreciate that you guys think that this is a, like a meta movie and it's, it's making fun of itself and it's making fun of the 90s. I got that partially. I also think that the 90s is one of my least favorite periods of time. And for me, it just was not enjoyable. I didn't really appreciate the banter. I appreciated a couple of the characters. I thought Paul Rudd was really good. I thought uh, Jeremy Sisto was surprisingly good. I thought Dash, Stacy Dash, Stacy Dash was uh, was Dion, bright yeah. and wonderful. Um, I thought Alicia Silverstone was vapid, and her voice was the most irritating nails on a chalkboard thing I've ever listened to in my life. And I, I just didn't get her growth. Everything that she was supposedly doing altruistically, I thought weren't it, there was no point to it. She uh, there was no there was no selfless point to it. Everything that she was doing achieved her goal. Um, and I, I just didn't didn't really get that from this movie. I didn't really get any any sparks, any magic. Um, I did laugh during our review, and it brought me up from where I was. But this is, uh, to me, this is a four. It's a rough morning walk of shame. Wow. Wow. You're, wow. Man. He's, we did, wow. Ta- we did talk about I appreciate the fact harder. that you... Did we talk? I missed that memo. Um, <laughs> well, I look at okay, so I, and I was at, I was grading hard. No, too, but so look at the movies. Look at the movies that we've we've done. Okay, so look at some of the Garden the, State, which should be zero. Amazing movies that we've done. Does this really hold a candle to? I mean, I mean, I know we've joked a lot about Point Break, and Point Break, I think, actually is pretty much where it should be on the scale. I, I think I disagree. I think so. we've been too nice <laughs> on movies. I think I think. We need to start recognizing that just because we like a movie doesn't mean the movie is good. Well, new season, new Sean, everybody, and me, though, because I gave it a two, and that's a movie that I absolutely... In my I heart, had it at a 4.5. In, in my heart, I would give... In my heart, honestly, I, I'd give it a half. And I, I know you, you weren't here on... Uh, you were not here no, on, I was on not. Valentine's Day, but I gave invited. that steaming pile of dog shit a 5.5. Holy shit. First <laughs> yeah. ever. Yeah. Holy wow, we went, we went, was it deserving? No, it was not that bad, oh, okay. dude. Well, it wasn't the greatest movie, but it wasn't a fucking well, no, that and, bad and I think it definitely you're right. We need, teen be, movie. we need to be more realistic with the movies that we care about and what we watch. And so, so let's yeah, definitely get four. The Sting. So in that case, no, I thought The Sting was very good. God, I thought The Sting was amazing. Hold on. Gosh, you guys are way harder on that. Point break. Eddie, I'm going to throw it to you, bud. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Well, all right. So, there's many different areas that I could start with this movie, but I don't, I'm going to keep it short, so I like to do that. Uh, this movie is just one of those feel-good mo- good pictures, I feel like you can't go wrong with originally. Uh, it's very light and breezy, and I, I feel like it's very funny, charming, and it's an innocent movie. Uh, I was saying that um, some of this movie at some time, like, it, it hits several different types of audiences, uh, and like, if you're looking for... Overall, I'm looking for a funny quality movie, and I get that in this movie. So I feel like this is a movie that's a must-see uh, for anyone who likes some real quality comedy. Like uh, I, I am very fond of the actors in this movie and actresses, um, but overall, it's a it's a basic movie. Like it's not, it, I, I agree with Sean. Like the strip, it, you look at it. I feel like I could look at it now and our age and maybe a little bit younger people, not so much younger, but like they can understand this movie. But if Ten years from now, this movie didn't will be ancient. I, I was looking at that, but overall, it's funny how the style is kind of coming back to the the, the dressing. <laughs> so that's interesting. Um, I do think though, if uh, the younger age watches this movie and maybe are educated, that they might enjoy it. Um, but uh, if they understand some of the jokes, but overall, I'm giving it a three. So I'm gonna give it uh, an even number. Are you sure I, about that? That would be your yeah. Ubering I'm gonna I'm gonna Uber home. lifting home. Yeah. So I'm gonna give it a three because realistically. 
I had three drinks actually when I watched this movie because I was enjoying it. But I like I really enjoy the movie. So I, <laughs> I had so, a Coca Cola. So, so I'm giving it a three because personally I do think about that. I looked at the movies on the list. I try not to do that because but overall I'll try to give a natural score. But overall three. I want to give point scores now. Like 3.1 or 3.2, but I'm going to talk about that with you guys we later. We are shitty with math. Yeah, I know. So oh, I'll give a three. That, yo. yeah. I don't know. I'm just oh, a 3.2. <laughs> yes. Yes. Nice. I, okay. Yes. Yeah. Uh, no rookie stores. You know what? That's uh, alcoholic what I complex say. mathematics okay. seem to be a good uh, All right, Jeremiah, let's wrap it up with you. <laughs> yeah. Um, the movie just is going to be celebrating its 25th anniversary. And for me, I think the movie still holds up even to this day. It's one of those movies that if it's on, uh, you know, I, I'm always going to be watching this movie. You know, it could be plain, and I could just jump right into it anytime. Uh, I think the movie paved the way for a lot of other movies. You know, I think it's iconic. I think it's a cult classic, but the plot is very thin when you think about it. You know, and so what it has, it's like it's adorable, it's cute. You know, and I think Alicia Silverstone is just adorable and she's, she's adorable. Charming, in this you know, movie. And, and I think it's almost like a perfect movie for like a lot of the Generation X and the Generation Y and the baby bloopers and the millennials and everything Boomers. like that. Baby, baby boomers, whatever you whatever you call them, <laughs> but um, for me, it's a two, man. It's a solid two for me, man. It's what is it again? It is a happy buzz, and I know it makes me happy when I watch this movie. Seriously, so I, that's my that's my score, guys. So Ed, when you uh, combine those scores and divide by four, what does Clueless get on our scale? It gives us a two point seven five. Uh, two point seven five, and Jeremy, when we put that on the Master scale, where whereabouts does that land us? It actually is below another '90s classic. When you think about it, Scream. Scream is two point six. Okay, Scream is a better movie for sure. So it actually falls between. It's above it. Well, yeah, and it's below Scream. And what's what's below it? Uh, point break. And then, <laughs> and then the Big Lebowski. And Boy, then did Lebowski. I walk into They're that They're making shit. a sequel to the Big Lebowski. Yeah, our Valentine special. Oh, so man. you know what? Um, at two point seven five, you know it's. It is what it is, man. Okay. So the one thing we didn't talk about was what uh, grouping of movies this falls into. We really didn't discuss that um, that much. So would we call this uh, uh, romantic? Romantic comedies. Rom-coms, romantic rom-coms, comedies. Yeah. Okay. You know, our Teen favorite com's. comedies that we like you know, growing up. Or, and, uh, like, you, we, like this show's about that had an impact on film history in right. cinema. So the other two movies that we have in this uh, section are Breakfast at Tiffany's, which is coming up next week. And Woo-hoo! then uh, we're finishing up with uh, what I think is probably a better representation of 2000s, uh, Mean Girls. I feel like, seriously, if Clueless never existed, Mean Girls would never be around. Interesting. Well, if Breakfast at Tiffany's wasn't in existence, then none of this would have been here. Yeah, Pretty Woman would never be around. All right. If you enjoyed our review or a fan of the podcast, we please ask that you subscribe wherever you're listening and leave us a five-star review on iTunes. I cannot beg you enough to write a physical review on iTunes and review our podcast. Uh, Season two is well underway, and we are very excited to delve into some of our favorite films. If you're interested, you can please find us on Instagram at the.gentlemanpodcast. The dot means a lot. Or you can visit our website at thegentlemanpodcast.com. Or if you want to reach out, you can do so by email at hosts with an S at thegentlemanpodcast.com. For legal reasons, we don't condone or encourage anyone under the age of 21 to drink along with us. And of course, because we live in a ridiculous society where people are stupid. 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 
<laughs> that was lame. We must please you're ask stupid. that you don't drink and drive if you're listening to us in the car. Because you're a virgin and you can't drive. That was harsh. Thank you all for listening. We will see you on the next episode of Three and a Half Gentlemen. Cheers. 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 Lightly. Soft hands. I thought that was probably our best. What was that again? I think that's our best one, yeah. Best one of season two. <laughs>